and restart with a yawn. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh. What? Just loud. You dance and I bounce. Hey everybody, welcome to uh, the Gene Pool Variety Hour. This is episode 41. I am one of your co-hosts, Sean. I'm the old guy, the dad, and that guy doing the robot very badly on the other screen would be my son. My name is Connor, and um, and, and you only use so much of the robot for from basically mid chest up. Yeah, you know? and 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 ha- and and Hammer already says that you're you're high energy this evening, man. High octane, <laughs> and I am trying to be low octane. So no, no, Dad. For once, for once, just for one stream, get up to my level. Oh, I could never get to your level, ever. So yes, you could. No, I can't. I got to get Chase up here. So anyway, so he's, you know, there's not a good spot to put him now. So I gotta move my computer so I can get him up here. So I love this thing. This is the most badass thing ever. Is that better? That's better. He's sitting kind of high, but one of these days I'm going to get it all set up. When I get my actual podcast room set up, then... Uh, I try to get him up there, Hammer. I try to, but he just, he always falls behind. Yeah, I know. So, well, and and it's been a, it's been a busy last hour, um, and <laughs> a frantically... I mean, I'm frantically putting a, so- a sh- sign up, like literally five minutes before we go on. I'm trying to put out all the notifications, and so yeah, it's Google it, Godzilla. So this Where's is from. This is a little bit. Uh, that's a song from a Blue Oyster Cult song. Go go Godzilla. We, we were anyway. talking about Blue Oyster Cult at work, actually. So anyway, not really a nerd thing, but it kind of goes with the movie we're talking about tonight. So whatever. Oh, I'm um, all. Although for legal reasons, it's not Godzilla. No, it's just a big. <laughs> it reminds and... me of, of that scene in Austin Powers. <laughs> Which one? Which one? The Godzilla scene, and um, and I think it's it's uh, the second one, and I'm in the spy who shagged me. I don't remember much about that one. I mean, I've seen it, but I don't know. I don't remember as much about that one as I did the other one. So, anyway, um, I will fear the nuclear lizard hammer. It is literally <laughs> a a. A hundred story tall, freaking nuclear lizard that um, that can fire laser beams. Well, see, you're what you're what you're not getting, Connor, is since you're young, you don't know Blue Oyster Cult. You also don't know that there's the song "Don't Fear the Reaper." He's kind of going with the whole "Go Go Godzilla" and "Don't Fear the Reaper" okay, mixing them together. Yeah, okay. So now, that's now, that's what now, it's all for. Um, I, I completely I got it. Know but you're the, young. I so. do know the song "Don't Fear the Reaper." I just I couldn't make the connection. Yeah. So anyway, um, and don't fear the reaper. <laughs> you need the music to go with along my with beautiful it. Need, voice. Oh, and um, I had to. Oh, and the other thing is, I have very few letters. 
And so apparently they didn't want to give me three G's. I only had two G's, so I had to quickly make a G out of the out of a C. So that was the other thing I was frantically doing right at the end. Um. So basically, you so basically you. I said you it, it really says go go Codzilla Codzilla, but that's a completely other thing Codzilla. But so I made it into a Codzilla G. isn't a thing. Well, it's <laughs> if um if um if the D was a K, maybe. Well, I'm thinking like the whole cod piece thing. Come on, you know. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, so um, probably going to be a little short on some of our guests. Um, one one of my buddies that usually comes in and hangs out with us, Mr. Bones, got his second <sighs> round of the COVID COVID vaccination today, and uh, or yesterday, I can't remember, and it has hit him hard. He's he's dealing with some really yucky side effects and just kind of feeling really under the weather so he's not going to be joining us tonight unfortunately um he but, he's not the my... zombie right no he just he just he's got kind of that yucky little bit of a fever and everything so so you know if you if you happen to be listening to this you know bones if, you, if you're watching this on youtube man i hope well by then hopefully you're, you're feeling better by then um i'll shoot you a signal message later and see how you're doing but anyway, so this is us. This is episode 41. I actually decided to wear my shirt today. So, oh, I've got to do. <laughs> yes, I'm going to prove. I've got the Streamlabs auto mods things if it catches certain certain words or whatever. So, for some reason, it, it picked up a word on Hammer's latest thing and no it, dude it doesn't matter to me it just it makes me have to stop and look at it no everything's fine um but anyway um yeah so that's kind of where i was that's kind of frantically flew in to do this so i'm just glad that everything's actually working we see each other and we can hear each other so um anyway we always start with what's been going on so what's been going on with you other than you obviously are having some some neuromuscular issues in your eyebrows, um, so what's been going on? What's the weather like up there, man, in the Great White North? Um, well, first off, it's not the Great White North. That's Canada. Yeah. Well, I work with me, dude. It's close. It's it's closer to the Great White North than Georgia. The, the this is true. Okay, this is true. Anyway, so so um um <coughs> today. Um, um, today at work, they, um, um, they finished, they finished production on, on, on the main assembly line early. So, so, so they kind of sh shut down the, the conveyor belt and, and, and then me, Brandon and, and Jeff were, were, um, were just plugging away, um, cleaning up some stuff, get, get, getting it ready for Monday. Mm. And because it was so quiet in our workstation, we just started talking and it turns out, yeah, um, Jeff has had a pretty interesting life. I mean, I mean, I mean the the guy got a tour of uh, of the Mash set. He oh, that's cool. Um, that's out yeah, in California, he, you know. Yeah, um, he um he um he also told me he um he um he got to see Led Zeppelin, Blue Oyster Cult, and concert and everything. Wow, you know, how and, fortuitous! Exactly. Yeah, what a coincidence. <laughs> um, let's see. And um and also Yeah, his, me too, um, hammer. <laughs> um his, um his his wife's mother's neighbor 
um play um played a sort of semi gotcha. um his mother in law's cheers yeah she played a role in cheers yeah um she played Carla's mom oh really i don't I yeah don't, i don't remember Carla's mom yeah um um i um i only remember one episode um Carla's mom was very evident in and that was when when she um when she uh was sick and, and was trying to get Carla to to name her her son Mussolini. Mussolini, there's a good yes. name. Yes. There you go. Yeah, why not? Let's do that. Benito Mussolini. Right, 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 right. So, okay. I'm... Um and the, um and and then talking about all all this band and and concert stuff, it yeah. it got me remembering um our first concert mm-hmm. we went to together, you know. Which um, was Skillet one. Huh? Which was the Skillet and Toby Mac concert. Yeah. Yeah, we got to go. I, t- I took Connor and his younger brother, one of his younger brothers, the next youngest one down. He's twenty two now. Uh, my gosh, how long? Well, it was during Skillet's Awake tour, whatever year that was. I was still in middle school. I know that. Yeah, much. so you were in middle school, which meant Luke was either in middle school or still at the upper end of of um, elementary of elementary school. But I think he was in. Well, I, anyway, so y'all are around that age, yeah. and it was a free concert at Auburn. Um, it was part of some, it was uh, free. Yeah. It was some Christian, um, thing that they were, you know, where they were having speakers and stuff. And so Toby Mac and Skillet were the bands for it. And it was a free concert. So it was first come for, you know, just first come first serve, you know, um, open seating. Now they had armbands that you could get. Oh, this is a good chicken, by the way. Um, they had armbands that you could get, and if you got those, you got to be on the floor, you know, the mosh pit. In the right? mosh pit, yeah. Um, otherwise, you just sat anywhere you could find seats. Well, we didn't get – Luke went up, and he s- crawled under the, the crowd and got one of those armbands, but he only got one for himself. You and I didn't get one, so I said, no, you got to give that to somebody because you can't go down there by yourself. So he did, and so we went, and we got seats – right on the edge of the floor. So we got as close to the floor as we could. No, but, no. No, hold on. Let me finish. You're not let, let me finish. Uh-huh. So we got seats as close as we could to the floor, and we were sitting there, and then all the seats were filling up. And after all the seats filled up, then we had an usher come back, come up and say, oh, you guys can't sit here. This is for ha- this is handicap section. I'm like, well, okay, well, it's not marked handicap. Well, I know. Sorry about that, but this is we need this for elderly and, and you know, people that can't, you know, climb the stairs or whatever i'm like okay fine well by then the only seats left were up in the nosebleed seats we were so we were really disappointed and as we were talking about how disappointed we were there was a lady standing there and she says hey do you guys want to be in the mosh pit and she had a handful of armbands that weren't being used so your dad and (laughs) you and lou was in the mosh pit for a skillet Toby Mac concert. Luke was high five. Luke was so close to the stage, he was high fiving Toby Mac in the concert. So, yeah, it was kind of interesting. Yeah, it, it was um, awesome. I was, was awesome. definitely the oldest guy in the mosh pit, by far, <laughs> by far. So, oh, um, and um, and and didn't one of the singers for um in um in Toby Mac's group come come to our church at the time? Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was um, it was um, it was the it was the African American girl, remember? Oh, that's that's right. Very good. She was well, she was one of the backup singers, and she came and yeah, sang sang with Kevin and, and them for like a, one of our uh, youth services, right? Yeah, hmm. it was kind of cool. 
Yeah, so, hell, me, me and Luke got her picture with her and everything. I completely forgot about that, but you're absolutely right. So, <laughs> um, so anyway, so the, you did all that. Um, yeah. So how how are the plans for the Nerf War going? You make any plans? We um we, um, we are officially waiting on. Um, until May or April. Well, I, I knew that, but you said like you said in the last episode that you, that would give you time to plan. So I was just wondering if you'd started planning yet. I haven't planned been planning. You haven't no. planned anything, I've, huh? Okay, all right. Be, because it's still like four to five months away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is coming from the guy who watches our movie for the podcast, the day of the podcast. Just you know, nothing like waiting to the last and, second. And. And this is also coming from the guy who um who 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 has created amazing improv campaigns right off the bat, um so so much so that uh, the people have said it was literally the best campaign they were part of. <coughs> improv has nothing to do with preparation. <coughs> so it's um, two different things. So so I, so I can improv <laughs> the rules of the league. <coughs> It's Just not keep an impression in my mind. Exactly, Hammer. You get it. You get it. So, yeah, and, and anyway, I mean, I could watch it literally and watch the final credits as we start the podcast, and I see what we remember half the movies anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. um, Okay, so I got nothing really major going on here. Um, you know, just the work stuff. Um, I get my second COVID shot next week, and after hearing about... Mr. Bones's reaction to his second one and the things that I've heard about people getting their second one, I'm kind of not looking forward to it now. Um, so. Just focus on getting powers, Dad. Just keep your mind on that and you'll get powers. <coughs> I still haven't decided which one I want, though. No, I don't want the one I, I turn invisible whenever I fart. I don't want that one. That was your idea. I don't want that one. I mean, to be funny, <laughs> um, but. I don't want that one. Um, um, I I say go with um, Mystique's power. Now that would be cool. Shape shifting. <coughs> I'm sorry, guys. That 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 drink went down the wrong pipe. <clears throat> so. Oh, lad, went down the wrong pipe. Mm. Anyway, this is. It may have something to do with the fact that it's not. It's a little bit more. Salud. Than, it's a little bit more intense than it usually is tonight so why anyway. are you trying to get drunk i'm not come on when have i ever tried to ever when have you known me to try to get drunk when have you known me to get get drunk when when i graduated high school nope <laughs> i don't even think I know I, I didn't have a drink you're just trying to make stuff up and get me in trouble stop it exactly so um yeah, dude, I don't, I don't really have a lot going on, so... Oh, well, I'm having a little bit of Gentleman Jack with a little bit of Coke. Actually, I would Hard say a little, bit of Co- a little bit of Coke, a little bit more Gentleman Jack tonight. So so that's that's what's on nice tap for me. Nice hearty mead. That's what's on tap for me on Friday nights, usually. Um but yeah, nothing nothing major is going on here. My car is getting fixed. They fixed it a week early, so I finally got all that damage from when I got sideswiped done. They called me today. Wait, what? Oh, dude, back in October, I told you about this when uh, we were driving back from an Auburn from an, a UAB game, and I got sideswiped on the interstate at seventy miles an hour, and it caused damage on the driver's side of my car. 
So, and I course, don't remember that. I'm sorry. Yeah, so insurance companies were not mine, theirs, completely denying any responsibility, even though the police report clearly says that it was his fault because I had a state trooper, a sheriff's deputy, and a local police officer on the scene almost immediately because they'd already been getting calls on this guy because he was swerving all over the road. Yeah. Um, but apparently he was insured by one company and he was using somebody else's car that's insured by another company. And the guy whose car it was apparently told the insurance companies he didn't give the guy permission to drive his car, which is probably a lie. But so now both of those insurance companies are denying any responsibility because one is saying, well, my insured wasn't driving his car at the time and didn't give the permission to this guy to drive it. And the other one is saying, the other insurance company is saying, well, that's not our car. So I'm having to go with my uninsured motorist and finally get it fixed. But then they've got a legal department and they'll chase this guy down and get money out of him. I don't have to. So, it was supposed to be done next Friday. They called me today and says, hey, it's done today if you can get here by 5. I was in Columbus an hour drive away, and it was 4.30. So, I said, yeah, I'll see you Monday. So, at least I get my car back, finally. Uh, speaking of which, I need to get, I need to get some work done, done on my car, too. Yeah? What's wrong with it now? Um, um, it's um, The light is saying I need to check the emissions. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. My, yeah, it could be air filter. could be uh, – well, I'm not a car guy, but you should probably take it in and get it checked. Um, yeah. You know, up up there, I mean, down here, especially out in the rural areas, we don't have to get emissions checked. But up there, you probably have to go get your emissions checked. There are probably places to go because I know when we lived in Chicago, we had to do that. So there may be a place where you can go where you can pull it in, and they'll check your emissions for free and tell you what's what's up. Oh. So okay. So probably do that. Talk to Nikki since she's lived there. You know, her her parents probably know. So, yeah. What what do I say every episode? Welcome what? to welcome to adulting. Yeah. There you go. Go. So, um, okay. Uh, you know, I am. Uh oh, something's going on. Is she talking to her friends in the other room? She um um they're having their first D and D session. Oh wow, cool. Man, yeah. my D and D session has died. I don't know what happened. I haven't heard from him since before Christmas. Um, so I think we just all got busy and we're, and plus, I mean, one of our Dad guys. Dad and D died? Huh? No, it, it just Dad and our, D. Our, yeah, Dad Dad and D. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's just because we're having we're busy with things, you know. So and one of our guys, he lives in it's it's uh, Greg McElroy's is his brother in law, um, and he lives down in Florida. So there's probably some shutdown COVID stuff and they're not able to get up here and play. And I don't know why we don't just do it like this. But anyway, so we haven't played in a while. Um, but, you know, I did finish up uh, some stuff with uh, with Destiny last night. I ran, I, you know, because I got a new clan now that I run with. Um, and I play, you know, I still play with my buddies on Friday nights. But now I switched clans because one of the clans that I was in that I just randomly picked decided they wanted to go really, really political, social justice warrior type stuff, and you have every right to do that, but I that's you not my that's that. not my style. So I started finding and I found I found a, a, a Christian uh, uh, destiny clan. And they're a blast, man. They're really fun. So I played with them last night and we finished uh, something that I couldn't do by myself. So that was kinda cool. Um, probably gonna do some I think we're playing some Titanfall two horde mode tonight after we're done. So that'll be interesting. I ain't, I ain't doing that. Why not? Have you ever played Titanfall? It's a blast. You should download it and play with us. 
it um it wouldn't be done by the time time you you guys get on. Eh, maybe, maybe not. Anyway, so not not with not with the bandwidth I have here. Trust so me. you've been, so you've been playing Valhalla, I know. Uh, but then I saw you playing. I saw you playing some Skyrim the other day. I thought too. Were you playing some Skyrim no. the other day? Oh, it looked like it. It said you were playing Skyrim, so that was weird. What? Yeah, it said you were playing Skyrim. So, I guess the ghosts in the mm. machine are playing when you're not home. Or maybe Nikki is. Oh, maybe. I didn't know she was playing on your Xbox. I thought she was a PS PlayStation girl. She's um she's she's more of a PS um so sorry a a PC girl um oh as that's this right moment. yeah yeah that's right that's right yeah. so um anyway um yeah I that's that's all I got going on I got nothing fancy or or exciting happening um know what I'm oh um yeah please me, talk because me I don't feel like talking I don't like talking all the time me and Nikki are are really excited for um for this Sunday cool. what's going on this Sunday. I'm putting we, on my um, hoodie. It's cold in here. We, uh, it's cold up there. It's, it's cold down there. It's uh-huh, cold sure. in my garage. Yes, because there's no heat in this garage. Because you know but it's you, a garage. But you have insulation. Yeah, so it keeps the cold in really well. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway, um, um, this Sunday, me and Nikki are going on on this uh, on this big destination date, um, to Akron. I thought that, I thought that was last weekend. Last weekend she was working. Okay, for some reason I thought it was I, last. Um, weekend. I, I I told you about it last weekend oh, that's that they what, were planning for I it get, for I, this weekend. Yeah, I'm sorry. I guess since you told me last Friday, I was just assuming it was that weekend. My bad. No. So no, right, last cool. weekend she was. So working. the museums and the zoos and the shops and stuff, right? Yeah. 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 There's um they, there's this awesome metaphysical shop she wants to 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 a check out. It's called. Right. Um, it's called the Gypsy and the Goat. Okay, <laughs> I don't yeah. have a comment on that, so you know, whatever. Um, um, being being with Nikki and um and going to to, to these shops, it's it's really cool, actually, you know, because yeah. be um big uh, because one, I'm meeting a lot of unique people, and mm-hmm. and two, I'm learning about all this about this whole other culture I never really. New was even still really around just because of, of where I grew up, you know? Right, um, right, a, right. A, a, a good, um, well, well, sorry, good, wrong word. I'm a, a deeply traditional Southern Baptist kind of area, you know? Yeah. So, um, so I just think it's cool to, to be exposed and be around other cultures, you know? Okay. Um, all right. So don't worry, I'm not converting. Okay, um, I'm looking for. Okay, here's. So, do we want to just jump in our geek question and just kind of have fun with it? Cause, sure. Because you know the I question. I got a is, lot of answers. I know, and Smashy was going to try to come in, but I think because she wanted to answer too, but I think she's probably dealing with tater tot. She's probably dealing with her little kid. Tater tot. So, I love that. You know? So um, anyway, I so can't wait to have kids. So so you you ready to do the geek question then? Sure. Okay. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. Questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. Immediately. Okay. Immediately. Okay. Well, see, part of the problem is you probably get that on a little bit of a delay to you as well. So not only are you not saying the whole thing, you're also saying not the whole thing in a delayed fashion. It's really hard to follow. So let's just let Arnie. Zip. Let's let's just let Arnie talk. <laughs> All right. So what's the question? Do you remember the question? You may ask the question. 
Um, I've got it. All right, go for it. Um, if you could only pick one movie scene that you could live out anytime you want, what would it be and why? All right, cool. So, um, Steven's, I have several answers. Steven's answer last night was from, I think it was The Last Crusade, Indiana, Indian The Last Crusade, where he was on the t- the tank scene where he's fighting fighting the guys on the tanks and stuff. He said that was the scene that he would want to live over and over. That's the one that he would like to relive. You see, um, you, you see, in my mind, my when I um when I see um when I read live, I mean like actually take the place of the main character or well, that's or what he's talking about. That scene, yes, he was talking he, about. He wants to fight Nazis on top of a tank. Apparently, because he's like, because he kicked butt and he still looked good doing it. And and Smashy said, "Yeah, he got punched in the face." He's like, "So he turned out okay. He won the whole day. So that's just what he wanted." So hey, he go. rhymed. <laughs> okay, whatever. So I didn't mean to, um, but there you go. All right. So all right. okay. So since you have how many do you have? Because I've got I've got five that I couldn't whittle down from. So I've got a bunch too. So what? Let's just okay. You do one, then I'll do one. We'll kind of go that way. All right. Um. All right. Um, and and Hammer, if you got if you got to answer that question, chime in too. We'll throw you in the, into the mix too, man. Um, let's see. Um, um, the first one is um is kind of a it's kind of a serious fun. It's kind of like a serious one in a way. Yeah. Um, um, I I would want to um to be on on that bus bench with um with Forrest Gump listening to him tell his story because yeah, yeah. because because when you think about it. Him sitting there and um and telling his life story is one moment, one scene. Yeah. You know, it really, it they really just... is when you think of it. Because I was sitting there going, it's not really one scene, but when you think of it, it is. They just cut away to to flashback to the stories. You're right, exactly. Yeah, and um, and, um that's a really good one. Looked... That's a really good one. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't even think about that. One. Okay, go ahead. I'm not. I don't mean to stop you. Oh, just... oh, um, oh, um, I, I thought I was just you commenting, said we were alternating. On... Oh, we are. I mean, I was that all you had yeah. to say on that one? Was that that was it? I mean, what else could you say? Hey, I'm, right. Um, I I I'll be sitting here listening to this guy who lived basically ten lifetimes worth yeah. worth of adventures, right? And was just a nice guy. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, that's a really good one. I I you know I Gump crossed my mind, but I didn't think of that scene that way. Is it really being one scene because of all the cutaways? So you're yeah. right. That's that. So that 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 would have been on my list had I thought of it that way. Um, you know the first the first one on my the first one on my list is um, the Battle of Helm's Deep from the Two Towers, Lord of the Ring, the Two Towers. Um, that would definitely be on there, and I would you know. Legolas, Gimli, you know, either either one of them does not matter to me who it would be, or who I would play, but just being in that scene We're happening out there. and being in that huge battle and just because I'm thinking of the psychological parts of these scenes too, you know, or at least some of them. And just the fact that it would, the situation was so hopeless and they were so driven and to using say, okay, we're fighting to the end. <laughs> and we're fighting to the end. I didn't say the return of the king. That's the third. Now I'm talking about two towers. And I hope you're feeling okay. I hope that 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 stuff is. I hope you're seeing straight. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, but um, but anyway, so just the fact that 
it was so dark, and I don't mean cinematically it was dark. It was just a dark time. It was this battle, and they were against the forces of darkness, and it's like, how in the world are we going to do this? And just when you think that they're about to just lose it and lose everything because they are they broke through the wall, Gandalf comes across with the Rohirrim over the mountain at, at, at light on the third day, you know, again, you know, with so that was kind of cool. <laughs> we will do that. <laughs> We'll put that up. We'll put that on your tombstone, man, just in case. <laughs> Hashtag Team Connor. <laughs> but he, so, he was he was my first supporter. I will remember him fondly. Because another thing I liked about that was that it was such a battle, but at the same time, the two of them had such a had developed such a friendship that it was comical. They were joking back and forth through the whole thing, you know. So. That that was that's just a cool, cool scene that I really like. But anyway, yours wins out so far because I really like yours. So all right, what's um, what's your next one? Um, let's see. My next one is um is one from from an anime movie, Howl's Moving Castle. Okay, I've seen that with you a long time ago, but I don't remember anything about yeah. it. So um, um, <laughs> the scene um the scene from Howl's Moving Castle. I would want to. To, to see and be a part of over and over and over again is is honestly one of the very first ones when Sophie is um is is first in the castle and um and she's making breakfast using calcifer and everything and just and just um it's um it's, it's a little old lady but um but she's basically taking control of a thousand year old fire demon who controls a freaking giant moving castle. And he's just, I mean, there's something about Sophie that I just, I, I like, you know, she, she, she kind of reminds me of Nikki, sweet, but strong at the same time. And, right, um, right. And, um, and, and so that scene of, um, of when she's making breakfast and then Howell comes in with his apprentice and, um, and they all kind of clear off the table and then just eat breakfast together. Right. I think it's very nice and wholesome. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd see. I mean, because I'm not an anime guy, I, I can't even really comment on that movie because I remember watching it with you, but I don't remember a thing about it. So. Oh, oh, fun fact, fun fact. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> um, um. In in the dubbed version of, of Howl's Moving Castle, Calcifer is voiced by the same man who does Mike Wazowski in Monsters Inc. Wait, now say that again. Um, um, in. In the dubbed version of Howl's Moving Castle, um, Kelsifer is voiced by the same guy who voices Mike Wazowski in Monsters, Inc. Also known as Billy Crystal? I I didn't remember his name, but yes, Billy Crystal. Wow, that's impressive. I didn't know that. I did not yeah. know that. So That's cool. Um, you, just don't th- you just don't think about major, you know, stars from Hollywood voicing, doing voiceovers for... Japanese anime film, but that's interesting. I mean, um, I mean, Studio Ghibli has made amazing million-dollar blockbusters yeah. that's, that that are still very popular nowadays. He's um, um, even one of their first ones, My Neighbor Totoro, is still majorly popular. Right. Okay. Cool. Um. So, you know, I was kind of looking at mine, and I said, you know, okay, so. I've got them. They're kind of accessing different emotions or different things. 
um, like the first one. It was, you know, the action and, you know, hope beyond hope and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I've got one that's like, oh, snap, that's cool. That's a t- twist that I didn't necessarily see coming. And then one that's just a really emotional one. And then one that's just hilarious. And then uh, just another cool fight action scene. Anyway, so yeah. this one is from The Usual Suspects. Have you seen The Usual huh. Suspects? I don't think so. Oh, you need to watch The Usual Suspects. And so, man, I hate that because I'm about to ruin the twist at the end for you because I'm about to say it. And it's going to okay. ruin uh- Okay. Okay. I'm. 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 I'm going to take these off. Everything else is muted. Okay. I can't hear you. Um, okay. Um. Um. Give me this when you're ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because you should. You should definitely see the movie because it is an okay. awesome movie. Anyway. Okay. Go. And off. Okay. So, um, the reveal, the reveal of Kaiser Soze when, when the 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 policeman when when the investigator is sitting there after Verbal Kent has left. And I'm verbal Kent, and the cop is looking at the board, and he sees all the signs, and he sees the mug and Kobayashi, and all, and he realizes that Verbal just made up that entire freaking story on the fly by just looking at the stuff on the board, and completely threw him off and completely snowed him. And as he figures it out, they're flashing back outside to Verbal. And he's walking with that limp, and slowly that limp disappears. And then he pops out his cigarettes, and he lights his cigarette. And then the guy that you thought was Kobayashi picks him up in the car, and he drives off. You know, it's like the greatest trick the devil ever played to convince you that he doesn't exist. Man, I love that scene. It's one of my favorite scenes. Okay, I, 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 I've, I've said what I got to say. So... Right. So it's an awesome movie. You've got to see. It. It's one of my favorite <laughs> movies. And even though I know the twist, I pro- could probably I probably seen that movie twenty times just because I love the movie so much. And here's another fun fact. Okay, in the movie, okay, and this is not ruining anything. At one point, these five criminals are in a police lineup. Okay, and and they're the guys that become the usual suspects. They're the main characters throughout the whole movie. Okay, so they're they're in this police lineup. And they're having them repeat a, a line that somebody is accusing them of having cited. Hey, are you? I am listening. Okay, I'm going to wait till you're done singing Backstreet Boys or whatever the heck that is. How is could that... you hear that? I was barely singing it. Because you're singing it into your mic. Doofus. Anyway, so. There's, okay, that's enough. <laughs> so okay, there's this scene where they're now. doing the police lineup and they're having to read. <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a heart. Y'all go. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm so, done. I'm done. I'm so done. in that in that in that scene, they're each having to read a line <laughs> that somebody accused them of saying in a, in a holdup. Okay, and. And they get to one of them, and he's saying this line, and he's got this really, really weird accent in the movie, just something he made up for the movie. And they all start laughing, okay? All five of them just start laughing and slapping each other and just laughing uncontrollably. And you think, in the movie, you think it's because it's Benicio Benicio Del Torres or Benicio... Anyway, that's the actor. And so he's the one that's reading the line, and... Because he's got that funny accent, you think that they're all laughing because he's he just has that funny accent. 
no. In reality, when they're filming this, filming that scene, he's cutting some ripping farts during the scene, <laughs> and they can't stop laughing, <laughs> and they just dubbed the farts out. <laughs> It kept the laughing in. So that's why they're laughing in that scene is because he's ripping farts as he's reading this line. So there's a fun farts fact for you. Funny. There's a fun farts fact are for you. always fun. Okay, so there's mine. So now you, what, what's right. your, what's another right. one of yours? My next one is a musical one. Hmm. Um, um, All right. Um, you, you know, you know, um, in Feather on the Roof when Tevya is singing... Um, if I were a rich man. Oh yeah, oh yeah, great! Scene. I love that. It's it's by if far I my were favorite a rich man. Okay, we're a weird family. My children, my children, love the movie version of Fiddler on the Roof, a musical about about Russian Jews. My wife has always loved it, and we watched it, and my kids fell in love with it, and they still watch it all the time. So, you know, we're kind of a weird family. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, that's a that's a all good thing because he, he does all the dancing along with it, the traditional kind of dancing that goes along with it. So, yeah, that's a, that's a cool scene. I mean, um, and you, so I mean, obviously just... you want to be Tevia, right? Exactly, because I am Tevia. His body mm, type, yeah. his, um, his better tone, I mean, it's just – Tevya is a good man. Yeah. That's what I've always respected about him. Right. He um he um he 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 respects a tradition. <laughs> tradition. 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 I yeah. mean, he he respects it, but at the same time, he loves his daughters so mm -hmm. much that he breaks it to make them happy. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and it and it kills him the whole time he's having to break tradition because, you know, historically speaking, you know the Israel. The Israelites, the Israel nation of Israel, the Jewish people, the Hebrews, their whole culture and faith and and religion and everything is built on tradition, right? So, <laughs> dude, I love Sweeney Todd too. I oh, freaking Connor love loves Sweeney Todd. Todd. I love it to death. Alan Rickman and Johnny Depp in um in the movie version were amazing. I mean, I just. I love it. <laughs> so, all right. Um, anything more about about uh, Fiddle on the Roof? Um, it's, it's just it's just that one song. Also, yeah. it's just it's um it's um it's just it's a man working, but um but but he's singing about uh, his dream to be rich and give his family mm -hmm. an easy life, so sure. so they don't have to suffer. Yeah, that's what I always liked about it because at, because at his core, he um he just wants to make his his family have a better life, you know. Yeah. That's what I've always respected about him, and he yeah. goes to such lengths to help them have a better and happier life. Yeah, yeah. So and, my and, okay, that one song and in that dance scene, I I get into it every da, da, time da, da, I da, see da, it. Yeah. So okay, so my next one, um, and okay, repo. All right. All right. Of course, it is a. Of course, you know it would be a horror musical. So, because it's I mean, it is yeah. Mitch. It is Mitch. So it's got to have some horror. I mean, in there <laughs> I mean, so Sweeney Todd is also considered a, a horror musical, yeah. but, but I see it more as as like a thriller than a horror. Yeah. So that's just me. So my next one is, um, and I'm kind of cheating a little bit because I'm kind of extending a scene here, split up a little bit. How so? Um, 
the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, I've never actually seen that movie. Oh, God. Another one you must see. It's like in one of the top 100 films of all time, okay? Shawshank Redemption. And it's when Andy Dufresne escapes from Shawshank. It's that scene. Because, all right, so let me tell you how he escapes. Is, um, it, is that Morgan Freeman's character? No, Morgan Freeman is uh, is Red. No, Andy Dufresne is um, Rob, Tim, Tim Robbins. Okay, Oops. and Tim, Tim Robbins. Anyway, look him up. So he's been in prison for a, dec- a couple of decades for a crime that he didn't commit. He was accused and, co- and, and convicted of killing his wife, and he didn't kill his wife. Um, and he planned an escape know, 10 years where he slowly dug a hole in his cell room and had a poster of a of uh I think Raquel Welch in her little bikini thing or whatever, um and hid the rocks and so he dug a hole through his wall and when he decided to leave and there's a whole plan to it and it shut and I'm not gonna tell the whole plan of how how he did it but part of it is there's a there's a lightning storm and as the thunder crashes he's hitting on a pipe that's a pipe that's you know probably big enough for someone to barely crawl through and it's a sewage pipe. He cracks that open, and he crawls through 200 yards of raw sewage from a prison to get out. Oh, God. And it shows him in there throwing up multiple times as he's getting out, okay? But when he gets out, when he crawls out into the the water, into the creek or whatever, on the other side, and he's out, and he's free, and the thunder and the lightning are flashing, and it's raining, and he just looks up, and the the water's just running down on his face, and he's just the the look on his face of finally I'm free, is just so cool. And then he and Red had always talked about this little town in Mexico on the coast that they would go to if they ever got out. Yeah. So Red eventually gets paroled. He eventually gets out, and he makes the trek all the way down to that that city, and he walks out on the beach, and he finds Andy out on the beach, you know fixing up an old boat so that these two guys that have been friends for decades in prison and they finally find each other again and get to continue their friendship in freedom super cool i just i I mean it's one of the best movies ever i love that movie but i love that scene where he finally gets free so that's that's another one of mine so if i could be him i'd have to do the puking but that that feeling of finally being free yeah that would be it so (laughs) hey smashy hey smashy so, um, um, so, all right. So, what's what's up? With, what's another one? Um, yeah, Smashy. By the way, we we couldn't hold it down to just one, so we have multiple. So we're just going back and forth talking about our multiples. If you if you ever came up with yours, feel free to chime in and let us know. So, what's your next one, um, Connor? Um, um, should um should should we catch Smashy up a little bit? You know, I mean, well, just... I mean, so. So so far, so all right. So so far, I've talked about Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers, the the Battle of Helm's Deep, and I'd either be you know Gimli or Legolas. I also did the Usual Suspects as Verbal Kent when the cop figures out that Verbal is actually Kaiser Soze. Um, oh, oh, sorry, <laughs> dead gummit. <laughs> it's still worth it. Dang, oh. I messed. I, I ruined it for you. Dad, dad, um, dad. And then, oh, no, you, you don't care. You, you, 
you no no you you, you do this. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Um, and then Shawshank Redemption when Andy Dufresne escapes. All right. So those are my three so far. I've got two more. So um, and, what um, were yours? And, um, and then mine so um so far have um um have been taking part in um in, in sitting um in sitting with um with Forrest Gump on on the bus bench listening to him tell his whole life story because because when you think about it um the sitting there is all just one scene um it's, it's just the film has a lot of cutbacks yeah all um, right so there's and one then, um and and then the other one was um um was from Howl's Moving Castle um right. the 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 Studio Ghibli movie um mm-hmm. and um and it's when it's when Sophie is making breakfast with the help of Calcifer and and Howl and and it just it's it's a very wholesome scene that I just I want to be a part of right right and and then the then the third one for me so far had um was was a musical one in um in taking part in in Tevia's um if it were a rich man song um from Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, so that's where we're at. So, all right. And, um, so and, that's um, so now it's my turn. It's your turn again. So I've got yeah. two more. How many have you got? I've, I've got, got about three. Okay. All right. Well, you go. We'll just, we'll just finish it up. Go. Um, um, the next one is also kind of it's also kind of a serious and kind of sad one at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's the scene in um in Dances with Wolves at the very end. Oh God. When oh, um when my um, heart's when, killing me because I know exactly where you're going. Um, when, oh. when he and stands with the fist are are leaving, um, and then his friend, I'm 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 blanking on his name. What's his name? Him, um, that Indian. He's um he, uh, he he's up on the hill. Calling oh God! Out, yeah, calling yeah, out yeah. Down to him. Wind saying, in his hair. Wind in his hair. Don't you, wind in his hair. Yeah. Do you see me dance with wolves? Can you not see I am your friend? Oh God! You kills me? me every time I see it. I've seen that movie so many times, and I cry every stinking time. Every just, stinking me time. Me too, because um, be, because they literally started out as enemies, but they bonded and they grew as honest to goodness friends. Yeah. And yeah, and it's just it all it does it. Oh man! Yeah, I like divided by. By the way, bones. I like divided by werewolves better because that describes you and Brandon pretty well. Anyway, I think right. So, oh, man. but dances with werewolves would have been cool. Um, yeah, it would have. But oh man, that scene. All right, all right, Smash. You say any Bond moment. Pick one. See if you can pick one. Yeah. So just okay. One. All right. So that's um, yours. That's that's your scene. So who who are you? Which character are you in that scene? I'm um I'm most likely Dances with Wolves I'm witnessing this, you know. Okay, gotcha. Or witnessing gotcha. my friend calling down to me. Okay. Um my next one, it's one of my family's favorite movies. Um we laugh oh. every time we see it. Um and it's it's oh. can I guess? Can I guess? Sure. Um is um is it Emperor's New Groove? No, 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 no. It's not a kids movie. But it's one that we oh, watch a, a lot and we laugh all the time. Huh. Flubber. Not a kid's movie. Not a Disney movie. It's got Robin Williams in it, though. This is not fire. No. Man. Well, the birdcage. Oh, oh, the birdcage. <laughs> the birdcage, okay? <laughs> and, and, I, love and, I love that movie. Oh, my gosh. And it's the dinner scene. When they're all having dinner together. 
and uh, and they're and they're trying to cover up the bulls and they're trying with the um, with, with well with the, the, voice. the whole scene the whole scene <laughs> you've got you, you know you've got you know the dad trying to act like this greek attache really masculine kind of guy you've got his partner nathan lane pretending to be mom in drag You've got Atticus. He does good job though. He does you got Atticus. Job. Atticus Spartacus trying to be a butler and a chef, and he has no idea what he's doing in the kitchen. He's usually wearing a thong. <laughs> you know, she, she works hard for money. money. <laughs> Why are you gonna be such a beast to everybody? So, and and it's like, what do you mean, peasant soup? It's, it's it's what what how does that how does he say it? It's peasant soup. It's, it's sweet and sour pants on soap. <laughs> so what about the shrimp? That's the shrimp. Yes, that scene is, I mean, the whole movie is just rip-roaring hilarious. I mean, so, so um, to, even to this day, if your mom and I are somewhere, I mean, we were, we were, in, we were at our small group Sunday night, and somebody had brought some homemade, like, banana bread or something. And I went back in to get some. Yes, I love Austin Powers. I, I went, I went, I went back in and got another piece, and I went when the snack and beckons. And Kelly died laughing, and nobody else had any clue what I was talking about. So, oh so yeah, just about I, any, I love that movie. just about any scene from that movie would be okay. But that one, because it's the longest one, and it just goes on. That one, and I, of course, I'd probably play, I guess, Robin Williams' character. I don't know. Um, I, I I could probably do I could probably do a convincing Nathan Lane I think, yeah. although Spartacus I mean Atticus or Spartacus or whatever he wants to call himself I mean he's still my favorite. When you go when you gonna put me in your jojo <laughs> when you have talent? So anyway, <laughs> oh god, we, we yeah, Birdcage is one of those that if it's if we see it it's we're gonna stop and watch it. My father was a shaman of his tribe, and his wife the high priestess. Then why they moved to Jersey? I don't know. They're so stupid. It's just like it's like you can't stand my Guatemalan heat. So yeah, all right. So they want to see you do your Nathan Lane. Oh, <laughs> Go, oh, man, oh, man. Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, you're on the spot. Now you're on the spot. Oh man, okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, oh, okay. I completely agree, Bone. I completely agree. True Lies needs a Blu-ray release. Oh man, okay. But they were all bad. <laughs> I I'm trying to hammer. I'm I'm trying to think of a good of a good line from him. Ah, dang it! Oh man, oh, man. <laughs> does it have does it have to be from Birdcage? It's, it's, it's like it's like it's like too swishy. No, actually, it was perfect. I just never knew John Wayne walked that way. When he's teaching him how to walk and he's walking with the yeah. toes, it's like you don't, you don't dab, you smear, you smear. I mean, so, um, it's just, um, his, we his have gone, we me. have completely <laughs> gone down a bird cage hole here. We, we just can't get out. <laughs> of the, it's um, uh, bird cage. It's um, it's chicken cage. I mean, but chase and drag. So, any Nathan Lane? Do any Nathan Lane that you can I, think of? Um, I can't do his voice. It's too high pitched. Do Timon. Do some Timon. Because that's Nathan Lane. <laughs> when the world turns your back on you, you turn your, your back, back on, on the, the world. world. 
Yeah, yeah, it's you got to work. Yeah. You got to work on your Nathan Lane a little bit. So uh, anyway. I've never done Nathan Lane before. You know, <laughs> Chickalisk. <laughs> so, <laughs> so all right. So ah. what's what's your name? <laughs> you choking on peanut? Choking on your nuts again? No, um, I'm not. <laughs> so what's your it's next funny. movie? What's your next movie? Um, my next movie is um is a straight up comedy and. Um, and, and it's, and it's, um, Aladdin, also a Robin Williams thing. Mm. I would love, love, love to be part, to be, to be Aladdin in the scene of, um, a freaking genie singing friend like me. Mm -hmm. I love that. That is my song because, because, because in that situation, I am genie. Um, Mm. I, I try, I try to do whatever I can for my friends and right. i always do right. you know yep always have that's always have. me yep yep so okay i've only got one more um oh hold on i want to see if smashy all right rooftop chain oh there you go all right so smashy i just missed i, I missed your your comment all right so the rooftop chase scene with the horse so which character are you in that scene <laughs> Are you Arnie's character? Are you the terrorist character? Are you the horse that refuses to jump? <laughs> Which one is it? <laughs> so anyway, all right. Uh, so my while she's while she's answering, my last one that I have is the bride playing the character of the bride from Kill Bill Volume One in the Crazy Eighty Eights bar fight scene. Yep, that would you, that's you. You would be the bride. Yeah, that's that's just what she was called. That's that's what they were calling oh, okay. her because she, she was a bride. And she they tried to kill her at the very beginning of it, and then the Kill Bill Volume One and Two is all her getting revenge on all of them. But then she Ooh. goes and she goes to take down um, Orishi. I think it's Orishi. I can't remember which snake she was. Um, but she ends up having to fight. The Crazy 88s, which is her henchmen, and they're called the Crazy 88s because they're crazy and there's 88 of them. And she takes them all down, one by one, in typical Tarantino fashion, very violent, very bloody, very gory. I mean, comically so, where arms get cut off and blood spurting out like the Black Knight and Holy Grail, you know. Just with um, a scratch. So, so that worse. just because I wish I had the skills to do that to take out people. So then, wait, 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 wait um, at my whim. If, if if you're take, take if you're taking the price of the bride, wouldn't it then be called the groom? Hmm. No, 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 no. I, no, I'd be that character. I'm just telling you which character I'd be. The one in the in the yellow jumpsuit. <laughs> okay. Yes. So. Yes. Who um who was the bride, as you said earlier. Yeah. Right. So so um so so, so, so if you were to. But I wouldn't change. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change it to be a guy. I would be that character. You said if I could be a character. You would be a chick. Me, that's the character. That's the whole question. What character would you be? Right. Yeah. You wanted to be an animated genie a while ago. I think it's okay for me to play a female character. I, I, I said I said I wanted to be Aladdin in that situation. Either way, so anyway, yeah. Okay, um, so see. that's all. That's that's all of mine. I mean, I have run out of ideas, but I will say, out of <laughs> out of, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lifelong I'll, dream I'll of mine. 
All, all, you know, I think out of all of them, I s- what's on your head? Wait, what? What's on? Oh, you you stuck something on your head. What'd you stick on your head? <laughs> Nothing. It's a, it's a zit. No, it looks like a really small penis. <laughs> it's an earplug, actually. Okay, well, it's, well, it's, it's, just, it's a suction cup type. Same thing. thing. So, so anyway, that's all. I've, that's all the ones that I've got. I, I will say that probably the the very first one you said is probably the best one. I'm just gonna stop. Have you got another one, or do we want to go talk about the movie? The movie. I I do have another one actually. Uh, this is the last one. Last one. All right, yes. go. This is the last one. Um, in in Endgame, I want to be the part. I mean, I mean, I want I want to be part of the final big assault against Thanos. I um I I want to be at the front of, of the line. And when um when when Doctor Strange and the other wizards are freaking making those portals, getting all their allies and everything, mm-hmm. I want to be in that scene helping them fight. Yeah, if I was in that scene, ain't but one guy I'd want to be, Captain America getting the, getting the hammer. Woo! Yes, I'm worthy. That was that's just so he was cool. always worthy. He well, he moved it in, in but, Ultron, remember? Right, but he didn't pick it up, but he could move it. Made Thor a little nervous, if you remember. Yeah. But but the fact that he caught it and all of a sudden the crowd just erupts, so, so that was kind of cool. So yeah, I think we've pretty much exhausted that geek question. So um I'm I'm sure I could come up with more, but yeah. I'm I'm satisfied with my answer. If you guys you know? come up, if you guys come up, come up with any any other ones, I'd love to hear them um, on the Discord chat or hit us up on Twitter or something because um, it's a cool question, man. When they said it last night in in H and H, I told them straight up, I'm stealing that question, guys. I'm absolutely stealing that question. What What are you doing? Guess. Oh God! I'm glad I'm here in Georgia and you're there in Ohio. God, dude, when you used to sit right here next to me, I had to deal with that. I don't have to deal with that anymore. That's poor Nikki's job to deal with that. So, anyway, all right. So I think we did. I think we pretty much bled that question dry. Yeah, um, we did. And I think we hit a bunch it of was different, a really fun one. Yeah, and we hit a bunch of different kind of different kind of movies too. So anyway, all right. So you, we ready to talk about our movie? Yep. Let's talk, right, about, let's talk about our movie. So so let's what talk is about our discount Godzilla movie? All right, <laughs> discount Godzilla. I don't know that I call it discount Godzilla, but anyway, this is our roll for credit segment. I think. Yeah. I gotta pull up some stuff. All right. All right, so the movie we're going to watch, we talked about last time, and everybody thought it was a great idea to watch this movie because apparently everybody else had seen it except us. Uh, It's a 2008 found film kind of genre horror kind of movie. No, it wasn't really horror. Um, Cloverfield. Uh, Disaster movie. Kind of. I mean, it stars people like um, Mike Vogel and uh, Jessica Lucas, Lizzie Kaplan, T.J. Miller. T.J. Miller plays Deadpool's sidekick in... uh, not the Indian guy, but his friend, you know, in the Deadpool movies. Um, and this was, golly, this is twelve. I had he also no plays idea. Tough Nut, and um, he he also plays Tough Nut in in How to Train Your Dragon. I I never knew. I mean, I didn't realize that this movie was 
13 years old already. I mean, it was in 2008. I thought it was much more... Uh, you know what, Smashing? I kind of agree. I'm not... I, I like the concept of found footage movies. I'm not a huge fan of them in action because um, it it I get the kind of disoriented kind of thing too. Because I'm sitting still, but everything I'm watching is like this, and it's very disorienting. So I, I agree with you. I, I, like I said, a lot of action scenes are um a lot of action scenes and some action movies are, are kind of like that. It's going all over the place. It's going up, but the camera's usually still and capturing motion. Okay, but the camera's not moving. Okay, it's very disorienting when it's the camera doing all the movement. Okay, so in in theory, I love found found footage type movies, but in practice, it's hard for me to watch too. So, um, so anyway, yeah. I'll, so the the premise of this movie is that you know just normal people living their lives and they're kind of doing their whole video in their lives and starts with a, a couple that wake up with each other the, one morning and they're going to go to Coney Island and. and Flash forward a month, and that guy's leaving to go to Japan for some job, and there's some big um, surprise party for him, and he and that girl have apparently broken up, and um, and then all of a sudden, stuff goes Earthquake. crazy. Okay, there's there's big explosions, and buildings are falling down, and they're freaking out, and some something rips the head off of the Statue of Liberty, right, and chucks and, it halfway across and, and, Manhattan, and HUD, who is T.J. Miller's character. Um, he's the one that's tasked with filming everything. So he's filming this stuff the whole time. And so as he's filming the city and seeing stuff going down, every now and then, especially at the beginning, you get this flash of something moving. And I don't mean like something, you know, human-sized moving. I'm talking about something that's like 30 stories Godzilla tall. Godzilla-sized. Moving. You don't be able to see a flash of a tail or a piece of a leg. And so... It slowly, arm. it slowly pieces it together as you go through. And so it is. It's basically like a Godzilla movie, like your traditional kind of Godzilla movie, except it's told from the point of view of people on the ground that are experiencing it as it's happening, not the general that's commanding the army kind of stuff. It's it's just regular people dealing with it, right? So Go, go, Godzilla skis. So the... So that's the premise of the movie, and you know, the one guy and the girl, the guy that was leaving for Japan, um, the girl that he was with that month before, they never really got together. Although they, he loved her, and she was with some other guy. Came with some other guy to his party, and then they left, and then all this stuff happened, and he gets a call from her saying that she can't move, that she's stuck in her apartment, and so he decides, bump all this, I'm gonna go get her. It's straight towards the Godzilla thing, and the army's telling us to go the other way. And eh, heck with it. I'm going there. And his friends go, okay, we'll go with you. You shouldn't, but we'll go with you. So that's the movie. Going across Manhattan to this girl's apartment to get her and save her and come back. Right? And, and, yep, and, 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 and the group is dying left and right, you know. Um, um, this monster is somehow excreting these these little crab-like spider alien things mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. attack people. Hold on, one of, one of the group dies uh, of that, and it freaking explodes in a quarantine tent. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, what's her name? Marlena. Yeah, she didn't do so hot. Marlena. Yeah, she didn't yeah. do so hot. Um, but, but yeah, so it, it starts out with how many is in the group? There's 
Jason, um, there's Lily, Jason, Rob, Marlena. Lily, Hud, and Marlena. So that's yeah. about five people. Yeah. So so anyway, and they're going to get what's her name? Uh, what's her um, name? Actually, 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 it starts with them trying. It starts with them trying to get uptown out of Manhattan and going um, right, going, going going over the Brooklyn Bridge, and and then but, um, right, and he gets that call from Beth. That's her name, saying hey. Yeah. And so he starts to go, turn and go back the other way. And he's trying to gather all of his friends, and Jason's up on some light pole on the bridge, trying to get their attention. And then what happens? Um, be, um, be, a big old monster tail breaks the bridge, and they and Jason is really gone. Gets crushed by he's the gone. tail, just yeah, falls gone. into the deep. So there's the first guy that goes, <laughs> right? That was Lily. That was Lily's fiance. That was Rob's brother. That was Lily's fiance. Um. And then Marlena, as they're going through the train station, through the train tracks or t- tunnels, she gets attacked by them little weird, little Crabs. monster things, and it was you know crab things that you know, and gets bit by one of them. Well, and then the army finds them, and they've got like a triage place, and they find out she's been bit, and they're trying to race her to quarantine, and you see her silhouette in behind like the white sheet quarantine yeah. area, and all of a sudden you see a, hear an explosion, you see her body disappear, and a splash of blood everywhere. So yeah. apparently she exploded, um, so she didn't do so hot, yeah. and uh, and then it goes from there. And then Hud ends up dying, and I mean he gets eaten by the monster. Yeah, and he's filming he it as it happens. So at least he was dedicated yeah. to his craft. <laughs> yeah, he, um, he can the, um, do it for the vine, man. Do it for the vine. Be about. <laughs> The, uh, the, the about ten to twenty seconds of um of the scene of um of HUD basically looking up, staring at the monster as it's staring down at him. Its head flaps, kind of flaring and rolling. The sacks on the back of its head puffing. It's it's just it's that that is the first time we would get a nice, good, clear look at yeah. the monster. Yeah, yeah. And um and just honestly, I could feel the tension. You know, I could honestly feel it. And well, you I could knew feel- it was coming. It wasn't like it was a surprise. You knew it was coming. So. I know. Um, it's um, and it's just and then seeing literally him getting picked up and eaten by this thing, bitten in half, and having and having basically his top torso, his torso, and up, and the camera fall to the ground. Just mm-hmm. oh, that real quick. Yes. Um, is this the um, chicken? They. No, no, it it pertains t- to the movie. Okay, okay. Um, uh, um, in the movie, the, this um one of the soldiers mentioned mentioned the the hammer down protocol. Is, um, is that correct? Yeah, something like that. That I, um, I don't. That's that. No, don't ask me. That's not real. That's just something they made up for the movie. Okay, okay. Uh, I, or, I, I, or I I thought or you may have known. If it is real, I don't know about it. So you know, there you go. Which is weird because because you know some pretty classified stuff. I can't. I can either confirm or deny that I know anything classified. Thank you very much. I know. I know. Because, because execute order sixty. Because of things, I just uh, Do yeah. It. So don't 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 bring that up again. So there. <laughs> it's a whole Do other it. level of things. We're not gonna go there. <laughs> yeah, order sixty six. So um, execute order sixty six. All right, and then. You know the the army guys tell them, okay, if you get back here by 0600 by 6 a.m., then we'll get on you, get you on a helicopter and get you. Um... <laughs> he said that like Emperor John Connery. Clones, clones, yes. There's an extra order, six to six. 
and um and um and and is that shaken or shaken? Is that shaken? I was about to say that shaken or stirred. So um, executes order sixty. So they they so that was better. What, what ends up happening is they can they're trying to they save try to save Beth and they try to get back to the they helicopters do save by Beth. O, but to get back by O six hundred so they can get on the helicopters and leave. Um, and some of that happens. Let's just say it doesn't turn out well. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, it's, uh, pretty much all of them die, and the only thing left is the camera, the camera, and the film from the camera, and that's what you're watching the whole movie. Um, Which is weird because, be um, because from from what it looks like, basically all all basically all of Manhattan seems to get firebombed or something, and um, and so. So how can a camera um, survive that, but uh, but a human body can't? I have no idea. That that literally makes no sense. Well, it's probably you know, I mean, it's one of those you know uh, logistical problems that you see in movies all the time, and people that like to pick them apart like to pick those things apart. Um, I like I typically like to watch movies and not care about that stuff unless it's glaring and it affects the storyline. But anyway, but yeah, I mean. Look, it was good. I really enjoyed it, but I had some problems with it. But I don't want to jump into those until you have a chance to have your say. So, what what would you like to say about it? All right. So, so the so the premise of the movie, I really liked it. Um, um, I've um I've always loved loved found footage movies because um because in um in those style of movies, you um you you get a different perspective than you usually do. Mm-hmm. And um and then also if um if it's a horror type movie kind of like with this, mm-hmm. see you hammer, I'll see you buddy. Um, um in um in, in movies like this the um that are sort of horror like right um you 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 don't get serious contact with the the monster or the big bad um and. And that helps me because I have a very active imagination and get nightmares easily. I'm not right. afraid to admit that. Yeah, you know, I mean, it wasn't the kind of movie that, that that's, I guess I consider horror movies movies that'll scare me, right? And this didn't scare me because it's it's a monster movie. It's 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 like a huge Godzilla, like Godzilla versus Kong that's coming out soon. I mean, that's not going to scare me. It's not. I wouldn't consider it a horror movie. Um, it's kind of now. Um, another... I wouldn't even consider this a, a really, really a monster movie. Him, the monster is um is, um is just was adding tension. But really, but really, it's a disaster movie. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I can I see your point. Um... Godzilla is a monster movie because, um, be uh, because these people manage to interact directly with the monster. You know, mm-hmm. it's, um, it, um, in this movie, they're they're just trying to escape and dodge and, and skirt around to, to go and save their friend and right. the monster is just adding extra tension and set dressing basically. Right, right. So um I I, I thought they did a, I thought they did a pretty good job of the acting stuff. Um, I thought they, they kind of oh, yeah they were really good with acting. I thought they sh- they displayed the kind of the freak out mode that you would be in if this stuff was really happening. Um I think that Jason's kid was Jason that was going back for Beth. Um, that was I mean, Rob I, going back for Beth. Rob, I think that's kind of unrealistic. Um, I mean, exactly. some people would. Some Here's people would, what I think about that. All right, you go. Okay, so, so, so one, 
So here are the facts. One, um, uh, apparently Rob has been in love with Beth ever since college, and they've been friends ever since college or something. Mm-hmm. Um, two, they um they did in fact sleep together about a month prior to this right, happening. Right, right. Um, fe- um, f- um, number three. So somewhere in this um in um in this time period after, Rob Rob got a big promotion to. Um, it w- which would have him move to J- Japan, and, mm-hmm. and and so because of this, um, there wouldn't really be a real need or or possible way to to, to pursue a brand new spur of the moment one night stand type type of relationship from the beginning if he was going to be moving to Japan. Yeah. So yeah. so 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 he just kind of ghosted her. Um, and then um and, um and then after all this disaster stuff is happening and she calls him and 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 he's like i got i gotta go save her i'm like dude you do not have the obligation to save her be uh, be, because you two ghosted each other you're moving in literally the next day you just you there is no reason for um for you to save a girl you 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 slept with once and to literally risk your life going up against a freaking god's i mean I mean, I mean, um, if she was his actual wife, I would understand. But, but at that point, they weren't anything. Now, um, I have several issues with what you just said. Okay, one, um, he loved her, right? It wasn't just a one night stand. They'd known each other since high school. Um, but, um, but, um, hold on, but, but that's I'm not, the I'm first not, time they had. I'm, I'm not done. I'm not. Yeah, maybe okay. the first time they had sex, but that doesn't mean that it was a one night stand. It was clearly something very emotional for him. He still had feelings for her. She apparently had feelings for him. He probably did ghost her a little bit, and he kind of hinted at that because he's like, "I was leaving in a month to go to Japan, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to explore a relationship that I knew wasn't going to be able to continue, even though he cared for her." Um, and him deciding to go save her. When the whole everything hit the fan, it's because he let his emotions take over and he loved her. And at that point, he's wondering if the world is ending. <laughs> There's huge monsters, 30-story monsters tearing up Manhattan. So as far as he was concerned, the world was coming to an end. So why not save her to be with her? And yeah, he was supposed to be moving to Japan the next day. I'm guessing he wasn't moving to Japan the next day after everything that was going on. So, you know, so he had, I mean, even though I probably wouldn't have, well, I can't say I wouldn't have done it. If it had been your mom, I would have done the same thing. So, you know. Ah, ah, but, um, um, what if, okay, what if, um, if you were in his shoes and, um, and, um, and, and at this point in time, mom, mom, mom was just a friend who um who you had and um and an emotional hookup one time and um and, and then ghosted, um um would you still would you still go and save her? You, you you do remember the story that I've told you that within two within two weeks of your mom and I uh, going out and you know after she broke up with her boyfriend within two weeks of that happening, we knew that we were going to get married. We didn't get married for three years. We dated for a year and a half, and then we were engaged for a year and a half. But we knew within two weeks. So, yeah, that attraction, that can happen that fast. So, yes. 
That could happen. Mm. Just saying. So anyway, but here here's my issues. One is and and, and, and Smashy alluded to it a lot. Um that found footage thing, it's cool, but I personally, even though I think it's a great way to tell a story, it's a really intriguing way to tell a story, I have a hard time watching it because I just get disoriented, okay? If I'm watching, if I'm sitting in my in my house and I'm watching on my new TV, you know, this big action scene with all kinds of shaking going on, but the camera's not moving, it's just the action is moving, I'm fine with that because I've got a sense of stability and a foundation, but when the camera's what's doing all this stuff, and I'm sitting still, it's disorienting to my equilibrium, and so I have a hard time with that. So that became disturbing for me in, in, in parts because it got to be too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other part, and and I'm just wondering, because I had the thoughts as I'm watching this movie 20 years after 9-11, and this, was, this thing only came out seven years after 9-11, and you're watching a movie, and yes, it's a it's a it's a Godzilla monster thing, right? Yeah. But you're watching Manhattan be destroyed, and you're watching buildings fall to the ground, and chaos happening, and people running in the streets in downtown New York. You're seeing mm-hmm. you're seeing a building collapse, and this huge cloud of smoke. You know, from all the dust and debris from the building, and waft and down the that- waft down the street, and and just completely engulf everybody. And people are running in buildings and closing the doors to keep from suffocating from all of that. Right? Um, that's exactly what it looked like when when the twin towers went down. If you've watched documentaries of it and you've seen found footage of nine eleven of that day. You've seen people filming it and seeing the building collapse and seeing that huge cloud of smoke and then running into a building and closing the door and seeing the wave of debris and smoke come down the road. That was 20 years later, having lived that day, having watched that day happen when it happened, because I'm old enough to remember it very vividly because we were living in North Dakota. That was still hard for me. That still aroused some uncomfortable feelings for me. I can't imagine watching it seven years after that fact. So that, that are, I'm not going to use it. Might've been too soon at at the time. I I don't know. It would have been for me. I mean, and I'm not saying I'm not going to use the word triggered because I don't, I don't like that word. I think that's overused word. And I think it's a cop out to use triggered, but it aroused some emotions in me that were uncomfortable because it harkened back to that day. Hmm. So, um, I didn't like that. That was a little too close to home for me, even though it's been 20 years. Yeah. Because I sat, I left work, we watched what was happening on the at the hospital, and then I left work to come home and sat on the floor with your mom holding you, and or one of us was holding you, and one was holding Luke, because Luke was brand new. Right? Um and just sitting there going, okay, is are we at war? Is the world ending? What's going on? Um, it was pretty. It was pretty traumatic, man. So that was a little iffy for me. Um, so, but it was it was a good movie. I've heard that the movies that have followed it that are kind of in that universe are not as good. Uh, Cloverfield. Paradox. Paradox, and then there's another one. I can't remember what it is. I'm sure if Mitch is still here, I'm sure he'll remember what it is. But anyway, so 
It's um it it stars the the um the the same guy who played Sully in in Monsters Inc. I know. Oh that right, one. right, and yeah, John Goodman. Yeah, right. that guy. Yeah, yeah I, I know that. I just can't. I just can't think of the name of the movie. But anyway, so it was a good movie. I, I like monster movies. I would love to go see Godzilla versus Kong in the theater because that's a movie that you'd like to see in the theater. It's just not really easily an opportunity to do that in the COVID era right now. Um, but. So I like those movies. I like Kong, King of Monsters, all those kind of things. But um, and I like the fact that you didn't really see him much until the end. I they love just kinda, Cinema Sin Smashy. I just, love that dude. They just kind of hinted at it th- through most of the movie. Now, something else I will say is that helicopter pilot was an idiot. Okay, when they got on the when they got on the uh, got on the helicopter and they're flying away and it's HUD and uh, Rob and Beth. And HUD's filming, and they're above the monster, and they're the missiles come in to try to blow up the monster, right? Okay. Yeah. The helicopter pilot's job was to evacuate citizens from Manhattan. His job was not to circle the monster so he could get a good view. Okay. Had he done their his job, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So that was stupid. Okay, that was unrealistic because a helicopter pilot would not have just said, hey, we're just going to circle the monster when I've been given orders to evacuate. I'm going to fly away from the monster, not circle it. So that just was, to me, was stupid. And I'm like, okay, when they, when they started doing that, I'm like, oh, okay, I know it's coming. All right, we're going to have all this dust, and you think the monster's dead, and then all of a sudden he's going to jump up and swat the helicopter, and they're going to crash. And two seconds later, boom, it happened. So I thought that yeah. was stupid. It was, it, was, it was just kind of idiotic to me. Um, it would have made more sense had they been trying to get off the ground and it swatted them before they were able to do that. But they were fully capable of getting away. They were above the skyscrapers, and he could have easily just hit a, tra- a trajectory 180 degrees in the opposite direction, but he chose not to. So that was, that, that was just stupid to me. So, yeah. other than that. But it was a cool movie. I'm glad I've yeah. seen it because it's one of those movies that I've always said I need to need to watch because people have said it's really cool. Um, but anyway, so what? If, any other thoughts that you've got about that movie? Nope, not really. Okay, I guess we're done talking about Cloverfield then. Um, yeah. So, I, so that means it's time to pick our next one. All right. Yeah. So I get to roll dice. Yay! I like rolling roll dice. Big against... Papa. All right. Let me find my 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 stuff here. All, all my category all list. Stuff. All my category list. Okay. All right. So, I like rolling all my dice, even though I don't need all of them, just because I like the way it sounds. <laughs> so, I rolled a 15, uh, which is Netflix. Okay. All right. And then I'm going to roll all my dice again, because I like the way those metal dice sound. Even though I need a 6 barely roll. And I rolled a... Four, yeah, four, which is classics. So we're gonna get to watch a classic on Netflix. This should be interesting. Right. And let's see. <laughs> and I rolled a one. I rolled a double zero and a one. That's cool. So I'm gonna go look at the very first movie on the classics list on Netflix, and we're gonna see what we're gonna review next time. So y'all just hang tight. Yeah, let's see what, what we got.
set, Clint. It's okay. just the very first movie. I know. I was, I was having trouble getting to the classic section. Um, sweet. Okay. What is it? Um, one of my one of my favorite movies. Uh, I haven't seen it in a while, but it's one of my favorite movies. It's from. Let me look it up here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up on IMDb. Give you a little bit of. Uh, it's from 1967. Okay. Stars um, Paul Newman, George Kennedy, and it is Cool Hand Luke. Oh man, it's such a good movie. I've never heard of it. You should not be called my son. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, you know, yes, you should definitely, you're definitely, you're going to love this movie. Okay. It's a good movie. Uh, anyway, a laid back Southern man is sentenced to two years in a rural prison, but he refuses to conform. So, um, he gets part of a chain Paul, gang Paul, and they escape. Paul Newman is, um, Paul Newman is, um, Cool Hand Luke, and he's in prison. And it's a southern rural prison, so the guards aren't the nicest people, and he refuses to follow their rules or obey. But he's just cool and laid back, and he's always getting in trouble, and he's always getting thrown in the box. And anyway, it's just a fantastic movie. I mean, it's a classic. Um, yeah. That's why it's in the classic section. So you'll love it. I promise you, you'll right. love it. Um, so that's what we're going to watch next time. For next time is Cool Hand Luke, starring Paul Newman, George Kennedy. And some other people. I can't remember who else. Oh, uh, is it Truman? No. Who's who's the who's the? Hold on. I want to look it up because I'm drawing a blank here. Truman Capote. No, it's not Truman Capote. Um, what's the guy's name? Nissan Dykeman. No, Struther Martin plays the captain of 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 the jail. So, um, anyway, what we have here is a failure to communicate. That's where that line comes from. So, oh, okay. you've heard me say that before. Yes. So anyway, uh, so we're so for next time we're gonna watch Cool Hand Luke. We're gonna come up with another geek question. Maybe I'll steal it from Horseshoes and Hand Grenades again if they come up with another good one. That was awesome. <laughs> Loved that question. Um, I might outsource the geek question development to them. Um, hey. And we'll kind of go from there. But you already um, outsource it to me. Anyway, I thought you outsourced it back to me because you wanted to outsource the movies. You keep switching what your no, role is. No, no. You keep switching what your job is. So anyway, I can't keep up. I just show up and hit record. So anyway, um, and I, yep, I completely forgot to record this episode. So I'm going to have to pull Dang off. Dang it, Dad. I'm gonna have, well, because I used to do it directly in OBS, but now I do it separately in Audacity because it takes a little bit less resources to do it that way. So it's super easy. I'll just I'll just download it off of Twitch the video and then I'll import it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. So um, there. <laughs> yes, do that. So anyway, we're gonna go because I want to go play some Xbox. Give me something else to drink. You're welcome. To, you're welcome to join me if you want to. But if not, go have fun in Akron tomorrow. And thanks everybody for stopping by for um, Smashy and for Hammer and for Bones and Bones. Uh, you deserve a purple heart for doing it with the COVID vaccine aftermath with the fever and stuff, man. That, that was cool, man. I appreciate you showing up and, and stopping by. So uh, we're done. We've run yeah, out of things done. to talk about. Um, I think all the chickens are dead. So I'll buy some more for next week. We'll have more for next week. So y'all have fun. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you all next time. And until next time. 
Stay nerdy, my friends. Bye, y'all. Y'all have a good night. Peace. <laughs>